All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy February 7th. This is Lois Kofi. I'm going to be joined shortly by my beloved Didier. And today we have a really fun topic um, to bring to you at Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And you're you're probably, uh, unless you've been following me for quite some time, this may seem like a, a very random topic to be discussing. If you notice, the, the title of today's show is How the Ancestral Plane Helped T'Challa and Us. So if you don't know who T'Challa is, um, you that means you haven't watched Wakanda. Uh, there's been multiple, multiple uh, movies now. Um, of course, Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately, passed away. Uh, so this recent one, they actually talked about his death and also the ancestral plane was was utilized in this film as well as the last one and when i saw the first wakanda first of all i love the movie um uh, my husband being from africa um really connecting to their message their power um as a as a community was was really meaningful to me um however uh i didn't really understand the visit to the ancestral plane the first time i saw the movie it came out years ago. Um, I was in a very different headspace than I am now. And we just watched the last movie, the Wakanda Forever film. And it was so inspiring this time to have, be where I am now. Um, so when I saw the first film, um, I wasn't focused on mind, body, spirit, wellness. I wasn't focused on plant medicine. Um, I wasn't microdosing. I didn't know anything about that world. My husband, who's going to be joining us here hopefully very soon, um, he was also in IT, working as an engineer. <laughs> um, and so what does this all have to do uh, with healthy and wealthy and wise? Well, uh, a lot of my journey that I've shared with you guys has been finding my truth, finding my best health, my best body mind, spirit, finding a different relationship with money and wealth. Because I used to have a very sales, proactive, got to close the deal, focusing on the masculine side of wealth and wanting more and more and more and more, which is very prevalent in our society, right? And I actually had a lot of scarcity and not enoughness I discovered. And it wasn't just me. It actually ran in my family. And these scarcity, lack, not enoughness, these limiting beliefs, which you hear a lot about with Joe Dispenza and the subconscious mind movement that's happening, which is a beautiful movement. However, I know for me, I needed to go deeper. And I actually found ways to connect with my ancestors, my husband as well. And we want to talk about that today in our podcast episode and how you can connect to the ancestral plane and why would you want to? Why, why would you even care? Okay, it looks like my beautiful husband is joining me. So Didi, I'm going to bring you on camera. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Awesome. For those of you who don't know, this is my beloved Didier Kofi. He is now a ghost whisperer. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you introduce yourself in a little bit. Um, he's a ghost whisperer. He has helped many people now connect with past loved ones who are in that ancestral plane, just like in the movie with T'Challa and and uh, Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, 
and Wakanda. And he's also, uh, we're working together now in co-creating ceremonies for that type of healing, for that potential. If you are struggling with grief, if you are struggling with your limiting beliefs and how to really get to the root, root cause, which we believe a lot of it is ancestral. Um, so Didi, I'd love for you to share a little, little bit about your bio, how you became a ghost whisperer and anything else that you want to share. Okay. Yes. Thanks, Lois. Um, so for our viewers, <clears throat> a quick summary about myself and my journey to this point in my life. Um, so I'm, coming out of the closet, the spiritual closet now, has a ghost whisperer, um, and also kind of a, a more common term would be a channel or medium. But I will go with the channel uh, to keep it more a broader, because mediumship has a tendency to focus exclusively almost on people, human beings who have passed away. Uh, while as a channel, you can also be a medium, but you also have access to other entities besides just humans who have passed away. And this could be deities as well as angels, archangels, uh, elementals. And there is a whole plethora of entities that exist that I've come to uh, embrace more fully in recent years. So I kind of present myself primarily as a medium because I work uh, primarily with uh, human beings who've passed away, but I also have channeling services and practices where I go beyond just the humans to all the other entities that I've just listed uh, that are also uh, available to uh, people who want to connect with broader aspects, broader um, realities um, beyond this physical plane. And I, I do that, of course, in a very safe and sacred way. Uh, and for me, that is so important to my identity as of today, because it was, I would say, I was guided to it really through divine intervention. Uh, it's not something that I woke up one day, I was like, hey, I'm going to be a ghost whisperer at a channel. Uh, no, <laughs> it didn't happen like that. It was a very masterfully orchestrated um, interven divine intervention that steadily moved me closer and closer to this new reality that I'm embracing more and more today. And to give you a quick idea where I came from was nothing to do really with anything of that level of spirituality. I was trained as an engineer, um, as a scientist, so I did many, many, many years uh, in, in college and grad school, uh, learning engineering and science, uh, which is a very uh, dry, I mean, <laughs> very, very dry topic where there's no room for anything that's, you know, kind of esoteric, like spirituality, let alone communication with realms that are beyond what can be physically proven experimented on, replicated reliably. You know, that these are kind of the tenets of scientific, of the scientific method. Uh, I was trained to be that kind of person. And I would say for the great majority of my adult life, that's almost that in, from that um, uh, philosophy or standpoint um, that I was approaching life and living my life. But I always knew somehow that it was not just that. Uh, to be really honest, there was always a part of me somewhere deep inside that knew that there was more than just the physical realm. 
um, because that's our nature, right? Uh, but I had this tendency to not acknowledge that and to kind of push it down and walk away from it and not even try to mention it in my circles because I was I had to fear to be judged, to be labeled, and to lose my my credibility, right? Especially in the fields like science and engineering, credibility is like the one thing you always want to build and preserve. Uh, so for me to walk steadily out of that very well-protected sphere of rationality uh, was quite a journey. Uh, and that's possibly some of the things Lois and I want to share with you today. How is it possible to do such a thing and find not um, more of who you are, but truly, you know, a purpose and, and a new mission in this life? Awesome. Yeah. And you, you did that. Well, let's kind of paint a picture for them again, coming back to you guys. If you're just joining us, feel free to comment hashtag live. If you're tuning in live and hashtag replay, if you're tuning in on the replay, and if you're hearing this in iTunes or YouTube later, just know that we do stream live inside of multiple Facebook groups. One of them is my, my beloved's um, breaking ancestral curses for health and wealth. So we're really going to bring this back towards your health and your wealth. So just stay with us on this. And then of course, my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook podcast community, either one is a great place to view as well as YouTube. So we're talking about the inspiration from Wakanda and when T'Challa in the first Wakanda film, and then in the most recent one, when his sister goes and they, they take this sacred plant, this herb that helps them go into an altered state of consciousness and helps them connect with their ancestors. So I want to come back to that, Didier, but I first want to talk about um, our ancestors and how by connecting to them, because I, I put this in the marketing of this, how it's impacted our health, our marriage, um, our, our relationship with our children, addictive behaviors have shifted, really getting to the, the root causes of those through limiting beliefs that have have stood the test of time. Like we are our ancestors. I really believe that we came into these bodies. We chose our families of origin. We therefore chose our ancestors very likely. If you believe in reincarnation, we, we in fact are our ancestors. We carried them in our, our DNA, our, our cells, our, our chromosomes. And so if that's the case, if you don't connect with them, and this has been our experience, if you don't connect and learn from them, history will repeat itself, right, Didier? And yes. what we learned actually first was inspired by my brother. He had died um, in February of 2020. His, his soul spirit visited my husband. Okay, so just hang with me on this. So he wasn't, you were, you were sleeping. So technically sleep is altered state of consciousness. Would you agree that you were, you were in a different headspace when my brother came and visited you. So let's, let's first talk about that. Cause that goes well with your, you know, becoming a ghost whisperer. So yeah. what was that like connecting with my brother in that different realm when he visited you? Yes. Yes. So true. So true. So yes, most definitely an altered state of consciousness. So I was kind of halfway asleep, halfway awake, which is very interesting. Uh, Cause I was, aware of where I was located. I was aware that I was in my, our bedroom, uh, back in our previous house in Escondido. I was aware that it was the middle of the night. Um, but also somehow part of me was opened 
was, had been opened or had expanded to a different realm, which is where, uh, uh, you know, uh, Rich, which is uh, my, my, my brother-in-law, um, spirit or soul uh, was dwelling. And he, he found me in that space. So there is this kind of overlapping of realms or, 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 or planes, if you want to call it that, where the encounter had happened. So while he, obviously having passed away, was already into a very different realm of existence uh, beyond uh, this physical world, I was kind of in between the two. So part of me was here and the other part was over there. And it's in that altered state of consciousness, if you want to call it that, that the meeting happened. I was there at night, somewhere in the middle of the night, and I see him approaching and standing right next to me while I was on my bed. And I, I, I think I recognized him, but he looked very pale. He didn't look very healthy. <laughs> he was a ghostly figure, right? To, to use the term, if it was a ghostly figure standing next to me and I, not, I noticed his presence and I was like, okay, well, what, what are you doing here? And uh, he didn't say a word. He was just standing there uh, being present. And I recognized his presence and I, and because I was in this altered state of consciousness and I had not really started to understand truly what was truly happening to me and what part of me, what uh, abilities of within me were being triggered or were being um, uh, called upon to have this interaction, I tried to dismiss it. So as soon as he, he, he went away, so he was there maybe, I would say maybe a minute, no more than that not saying anything, just standing there for one minute. And then he went away. And then I kind of went, was still in that flux, flux space. And I'm like, ah, it must be a dream. So that was my immediate reaction. Oh, it must be a dream. Why would, the, why would my brother-in-law be here standing next to me? I know he's, he's just fine. We are thinking about celebrating our 50th birthday in May of that year. So yeah, well, no, there's nothing to worry about. And I completely dismiss this event and went back to sleep. And it probably, ironically, this is kind of, I just realized this, it probably happened roughly around four years ago, either yesterday yes. or today. So it's kind of like, you know, he's here, hey, Rich, you know, giving us, uh, you know, applause because what happened was at the first, you know, you were didn't understand. Later, we found out that he, yes, indeed had passed away. And so now that kind of like opened up your understanding of like, oh my gosh, I think I see dead people. And then we know that the pandemic, you were, you know, up every night being woken by all of the mass souls who were passing. So I, I, I don't want to focus on that. I, I think this will be a good transition because otherwise we could be here for probably hours talking about this. But yes. what you experienced with Rich, how can you compare it and I know it's different, so just I'm throwing you a curveball question here, but I know you're super, super smart <laughs> and you'll you'll come up with a really great response. So I'm, I'm, I'm eager to hear your response. But when you compare that viewing of essentially what we might call the ancestral plane and compare it to what Black Panther, his sister, when they went, they were intentionally going as opposed to you were sort of surprised by this visit. And, and people, by the way, I know a lot of people say, hey, my mom visited me after she died. My dad visited me. So this is not at all uncommon. Mm -hmm. How are those different? And yet, how are those similar? Yes. Yes. I mean, they are very, very similar. Um, because, again, 
it, it, it happens in the plane of existence. Those encounters happen in the plane of existence that is not completely this realm. So the, the, us, the living, who are still around, who still have a body that's moving in this in this um, reality, are the ones who are the bridge. Hence the world sometimes, no, medium. The medium is a, in a bridge between two things. A, a channel, again, right? Another word that I've been using, which is a connection between two things. So that's the similarity. It's There is a bridge. There is a connection between two realms that happens. What happened uh, in the Black Panther was definitely, you know, the movie makes it very clear. The body stays, right? Stays on earth. And then the soul, the, the consciousness is the one that moves out and goes into that plane, which they call the ancestral plane in the movie, a Black Panther. And for us, when we encounter a ghost or a deceased loved one who's visiting us, there is a part of us for real. There is a part of you at that very moment that is no longer here in this plane. You are being stretched out of this reality into a different one where these entities, including our deceased and loved ones who've passed away, are there. They don't go, they don't disappear into nothingness. They continue in a different plane of existence. And that is the, 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 the similarity. The difference with the movie is that it's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the trigger. What triggers this experience? This experience can be triggered through sacred medicine. Like in the example of the Black Panther, they use this flower as a secret medicine that allows whoever consumes it to have that experience. Um, for people in ordinary life who don't have access to that secret flower, you have within you, that's the part that's most <laughs> very beautiful. You have, any human being actually has within your, himself or herself, the ability to expand to other realms beyond the physical. And when that ability sometimes is a little bit more um, astute or refined from one person to the other, then th those who have the more refined version of that can have en encounters with ghosts, like it happened to me with my brother-in-law. Awesome. Yeah. And now that we know what we know now, again, three years later, guys, I want to just uh, acknowledge that we had not really, even though Didier is from Africa, had the gifts probably dormant inside of him. He just said, we all have these abilities. Now I've have visited the ancestral plane, similarly to T'Challa and his sister in the movies where I did consume a sacred medicine, a sacred ancient, ancient wisdom filled plant that puts me into that altered state of consciousness so that I could go and talk to my ancestors. So I'll share a little bit of that story with you and why it impacted me, how it impacted me. And then we'll we'll kind of bring it full circle, Didier, and, and how we can encourage people to do the same. Uh, for me, um, I radically accepted myself. I had a lot of self-criticism, shame, judgment, was afraid to shine my light into the world. It was Like Didier said, I was afraid to come out of the spiritual closet. Um, and that was actually very, very much ingrained in my ancestors' of origin way, 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 way back. I'm German, right? So my Germanic paganism roots, actually they experienced um, a time where they were forced to convert to another religion, to Christianity. And during that time, if they didn't, they went through a famine. 
they actually died. They starved because they weren't treated equally. There was actually a lot of force, a lot of um, like even killing and, and force and pressure. Again, I've been studying this and now I've not only studied it, understood it at the visceral level. I actually went into like the ancestral plane uh, in an altered state of consciousness and got to understand why I felt shame, lack, scarcity, fear around talking about um, money, fear about abundance, fear about even having wealth. A lot of people will, will get a lot of money only to then lose it. And it's because it's in our DNA, it's in our ancestors. So if there's, if you come from an ancestral lineage, which pretty much all of us do, where there's feast or famine, you know, there's no wonder that there's a top 2% of the world have the most money and wealth. And here's the thing is our abundance and prosperity is not only about money. Um, there's, there's so much more. And that richness of the ancestors actually taught me that as well, that there's so much more. There's, there's family, there's land, there's community that's that's coming back now. If you've noticed that a lot more people are looking into communal living. Um, there's also just simply relationships and, and partnerships. Um, so wealth has a much, much deeper, richer meaning to me. Um, and when I was able to understand that my fear, my scarcity, my lack was not just my own. It was actually inherited and it's it's collectively happening for a lot of people because a lot of our ancestors had that experience and that karma, which then in turn can, can be a, a shift in your consciousness. And now you see the world differently. You see money differently. I had chosen to have addictive behaviors um, around alcohol, around working too much, all of these different things, people pleasing, um, smartphone addiction, always being available, always being on, because of that deep scarcity, that lack, that not enoughness, that having to prove myself again, because of what I learned in the ancestral realm. Now I could change my relationship with alcohol. I could change my relationship with people pleasing. I could change my relationship with how I also viewed my partner. You know, our marriage was also really, really tested, right? And really, really taxed by even the ancestral, if you think he's from Africa, I'm from Germany, from, from Europe, there was a lot of like intergenerational racism and, and fighting and, and wars and all of these different things. So I believe the root cause of divorce isn't so much about money, because again, money is just a neutral tool that's a part of our world. There's actually deeper ancestral roots that are holding holding us hostage and holding us back. So when I was able to, like the Black Panther and his sister, go into the ancestral realm, had a conversation with them and being like, oh my gosh, why did I sign up for this? Why did I need to learn it? And they told me that it was part of my, my soul's choice to come in and break those curses, break those ancestral bonds, and literally like a tree or a, a weed, pulling it out of the root, pulling it out of my body through, you know, the somatic releases. And then for me, I was, I was doing ayahuasca. So yes, I vomited, you know, some of that stuff out. I went to the bathroom, I sweated, I cried like a baby, um, just sitting there with my ancestors. And when you saw T'Challa and his sister go into the plane, 
they got very direct messages um, from their parents, from family members that helped them build the courage and the understanding that number one, they're not alone. I'm not alone. Didier is not alone. <laughs> and you have so much support in this other dimension and you don't have to get into an altered state of consciousness to, to visit that every day. So D, I don't know if you want to add any, any more about how this has impacted our marriage or health or family. And obviously it's also impacted your career. So I'll let you talk for a little bit. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, and, and, and really, truly, there are, I think, two things I would like to, to, to emphasize. The, the, the first one is the, um, what we carry from our lineage. It's so, it's so important. And it's, it's a reality that is so profound. I mean, as Lois was saying, talking about the DNA construct that we get you know, at the time of conception from our father and our mother, that DNA has, with, sorry, <clears throat> has within itself not just biological code to build a body in a particular form, shape, skin color, eye color, hair color, hair style. It's got even more than that. And even science is discovering more and more some of the additional, more subtle information that's carried through your DNA. And trauma is one of them. Not only just trauma um, being a part of your DNA, but also a lot of the opposite of trauma, which would be any kind of very uplifting, very um, empowering um, uh, aspects of your be being that your ancestors experience is also encoded in the DNA. Sometimes people think about, oh, the spirit of my ancestors. Think about that word. The spirit of your ancestors is not just something that's fictional, that's out there in the ether. It's inside your DNA. It's received from both your parents, both your parents, your mother and your father. So having that understanding of who you are and how you are being, how you built, how you are assembled as a human being on this plane is fundamental to respect ancestors. There is a reason why in all the traditions that go back several, several, several generations, there was a very, very deep reverence for the ancestors. And even today, there are many cultures that have a profound, very profound reverence for the ancestry line because they understand how deep the connections are, the roots are to the current, you know, and sensation of that, of that, of that bloodline. So us who are alive now, we are the most recent instantation with our children, sometimes some of us have grandchildren, are the most a recent instantiation of this ancestry line. We carry the entire line within us. And think about all the events through history that we are carrying subconsciously within us. So much to explore there. So when we get to, um, we get an opportunity to go to the ancestral plane one way or another, either because you have innate ability or you, you're more susceptible to do so like I am, of you do it through plant medicine, what you receive there is wisdom 
A lot of time we talk about connecting to our healed and wise ancestors. It's also important to distinguish that because ancestry also has some wild cards out there. Not everybody in our ancestry is healed and wise. You know, there are some pretty wild ones too. Um, but you can run from either one. I, don't, I do believe that either one serves the purpose. And none of them is better than the other. We've already grown, grown to go to, and I'm being reminded as I speak even today, to really embrace both sides, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the ancestry, because there is, there is wisdom to learn from all of it. And that's the other element. When you connect and you ask for that wisdom, you have that power as a human being to ask for that wisdom. What is the wisdom that is coming from your ancestry that you need to see, you need to embrace, you need to integrate, you need to put into good use in your lifetime, in this particular lifetime? What is it that your ancestors want you as their most recent instantiation or incarnation to accomplish? And if you ask for it, you will receive the answer. And in, in the movie, we've seen very, very interesting instances of what kind of answer they received based on where they were precisely in their life journey. And the answer could be different. It could be co coming from a different ancestor one time and from a different one the other time, depending on where you are, right? So it, it's, quite a, it's quite an experience to, to live that and to hear those answers when you ask for those, these guidance. Well, and I want to talk about a noticeable shift for myself, I know you could talk about that. We saw that with the Black Panther when he went and talked to his father. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a lot of stuck grief, unresolved grief that also led me to drinking tons of alcohol, to also working too much because there was so much like unconscious pain and unresolved grief. My body, my physical body, my emotional body, they're also known as the pain body, didn't know what to do with that, right? And so to be able to go into an altered state of consciousness and connect with my past ancestors and loved ones, oh my gosh, the healing, the crying, the release, and recognizing that they didn't really leave, right? They're still there, gave me so much love and compassion for them and myself. I think a lot of times when people die and there's no closure, which is why so many souls who died of COVID visited you also, mm -hmm. Didier, right? Yep. When you die of loneliness, if you die a painful death, a sudden death, a suicide, addiction, all of these things, you know, you don't even always pass to the light, which now my husband has been gifted the ability to help souls pass to the light, which, you know, if you want to touch on that, you can maybe explain that. But it's really just about healing yourself through your ancestors, connecting with them on that plane to know that you have all you need inside of you. You're not alone, which I think a lot of us live in isolation uh, in this day and age, which is why more people are going back to community property, which is what our ancestors talked about and lived uh, thousands of years ago as well. So we, we wanted to bring this to your awareness, to your consciousness. It may seem kind of esoteric, but it, if you think about dis-ease that runs in the family, I've heard that so many times in my life. I have an autoimmune disease and I also, you know, fell into addictive behaviors that ran in the family. However, 
being able to get to the root causes of it, which was not the disease itself. That's just a label, um, a title, words that society has, has, has given it for one reason or another. But when you get to those those ancestral root causes and those limiting beliefs and those traumas that Didier was talking about history repeating itself, it can stop and end with you and just think about how powerful then you, you, you heal yourself. Like my autoimmune disease is slowly going into remission. I lost 30 pounds. I'm not dependent upon alcohol anymore. I'm much more spacious, which has also helped keep, the weight off. There was no dieting, no shake, lotion, potion, or magic pill. It all came from healing thyself and knowing thyself, which again is going back to the ancestors conversation. And then it impacted our marriage. It's impacted our, our views on uh, our family and our time with our children. So Dee, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit more how it's impacted your health it's yes. just as healthy and wealthy and wise your relationships yes yes um let's start with health first of all um <clears throat> very 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 powerful thing um i i have i don't have too many conditions but one of them has been a plague for me for um several years now uh, which is hypertension uh and um one of the leading causes of hypertension besides dieting and all that stuff is stress a lot of it, actually, I believe is, is more emotionally triggered than anything else. So stress um, was, I, I do believe, one of the major contributors to my hypertension. I'm still using you know, prescriptions for that, but I do believe that my level of stress, frankly, has gone down so significantly because of this internal work that I did, understanding my ancestry, connecting to my ancestors, because there was this... When, that, when I was not doing that, when I was not acknowledging that connection, that, uh, that influence that was going through, my, through me, there was a friction. There was this conflict within me. And conflict and friction is stress. So there was a, 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 like an obvious reason why eventually I was going to get blood pressure because I was not fully integrated with myself. So there was this conflict that got resolved or is being resolved. It's not over. It is a journey, <laughs> but it's being resolved uh, within me by eliminating a lot of that stress, a lot of that conflict, a lot of these uh, um, misalignments within myself, because I've embraced now more fully who I am, where I came from, who my ancestors were. Very healed, very many of them were um, very wise, very healed leaders of their communities, as well as healers of their communities. And healing was done at several levels, was done physically, emotionally, and spiritually. They had the abilities to heal communities on all these levels. And it, that was dormant, like being cocooned inside me. You know, he wanted to burst out. No wonder I had stress. I was creating my own stress. Um, so I figured that out. So that's the physical element that I wanted to share. But now, as far as uh, relationships, I mean, it's, it is so enlightening. So uh, it's, it's a revolution. Frankly, once you have a better understanding of who you are, you can only give, right, Lois, what you have. And you can only give from the abundance of what you have. 
if there is nothing inside you, there's nothing to give. If there is anger, resentment within you, that's what you're going to give out. So being able to resolve those very, uh, you know, uh, very intimate issues with my own identity allowed me to really reopen myself to being fully who I am. And in that abundance of finding my identity, finding my purpose, there was this flood of not just love for myself and forgiveness for myself, but for others that came from it because there was abundance. I started building abundance of those beautiful qualities that everybody's trying to enjoy and and receive in life. And because I, I was able to receive them deeply within myself, I was able to share it more, share it more with you, Lois, by becoming way more uh, uh, and uh, have more empathy for your own journey, your own struggles, giving you space to allow you to blossom, to heal yourself, and also be there to hold you and find you and meet you in that space where our overflow of abundant or newly abundantly received graces <laughs> could meet. And it changes the dynamic of the relationship automatically because instead of coming from a place of scarcity, and fear, um, and, and doubt, and pain, and resentment, you come from a very different energetic signature here. You come from love, compassion, forgiveness, grace, um, joy, right? And that automatically gets shared around around you. And as I experienced that, I started sharing more of that with you, and we've enjoyed um, quite a bit of, uh, of uh, rekindling of our relationship, of our love, our passion uh, as a couple and as a family with our children. And we have been very open about our journey and our transformation with our children. They're still still young, but I think they are capable of understanding at least a little bit of it. And some of, sometimes we, we, we are very surprised by how mature our kids are uh, in their ability to sometimes even criticize some of the things that we're doing and Kind of keeping us honest with ourselves. I mean, we have a an, an nine-year-old daughter. She will, we will do, we'll say something and do something contradictory. She will pinpoint that contradiction and call us upon it. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> the kids are actually listening to what we're saying, and they realize, you know, when things are being contradictory, when it happens. So it it means that they understand it, um, and we we really encourage them to have that kind of uh, attitude. Uh, and, and uh, openness with us as their as parents, but also between themselves as siblings, and hopefully it's going to grow to a community that we're trying to build around this kind of energy and understanding of of who we are. Anyway, that was a lot of talking. <laughs> no, it's beautiful because it does bring in you know future generations by connecting with, and this was beautifully shown in this this last you know, Black Panther, um, because, well, I don't want to give it away, but we find out that Black Panther's lineage continues and his sister, not even knowing that, you know, by connecting to her past mother, was able to make a big, big decision, turning point decision actually for their whole country to stand in their truth, to be true to the wise and healed ancestors, to be true to their integrity, their core values. And I think a lot of times because society doesn't promote this ancestral connection, um, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, I think a lot of times um, interesting when people say, oh, I don't want to end up like my father or my mother. 
right? It's, it's not them. It's the embodied limiting beliefs and ancestral wounds and curses that you, I believe we're here to break and heal so that the future generations can be, they don't, they're not going to know lack or scarcity. They're not going to know dis ease. The world is changing. We are, are rebirthing as a planet and not going to go into that conversation, but this is also, that actually is also why we're bringing this up. And um, Dee, I think this might be one of the last things that we can talk about. And then we want to share with you guys how we can help you tap into the ancestral plane for your own grief recovery, your own addictive behaviors, your own marriage and deliciousness with your children like we have now. Um, but when you have, and sorry, I actually liter literally just lost my train of thought. Um, come back to me. Didier, what was I saying? <laughs> oh my gosh. You're talking about how we can help people connect and re reclaim all these, uh, you know, those gifts, those be beautiful moments of life through their connection to their ancestors. Yeah. How we can help them do that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. How they can bring it back to there was their own reality and own experience. Yeah, there was another thought. It's it was not meant to be shared right now. If it's meant to be shared, it'll come back yeah. to me. So let's let's okay. actually talk about how do you work with people in we'll, we'll get to plant medicine and that stuff later, but first, how can you help people and how do you help people connect with the ancestral plane? Yes. Yes, so so um, with with the grace of some of the abilities that I've we re reconnected with, re-embraced through guidance again, as I said, divine guidance here. It's not, it's not the easy goal coming out. Yep, yep, I'm a big shot healer. Come to me. I'll connect you to the ancestral plane. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen like this. <laughs> and it's it's so delicious how it happens because really uh, it's, it's divine guidance and it's so beautiful when it happens that way. And there's a difference when it happens that way as opposed to the other ways. And, and luckily for me, I've been able to uh, share that with a lot of people already where it's... Um, it's, it's truly heart connections, really. That's the key here, heart connections. Um, us who are still living here, so if somebody says, wants to talk, let's say, to their father who uh, passed away or mother who passed away, and they would like to get in contact with them to get some guidance uh, and maybe some emotional support or healing, right? So they come with the intention. So the intention is clear. They come to me. I... I'm a channel, as I was telling you in the beginning, for real. I connect planes. That's one of my functions, one of my abilities. I will find their ancestors in the planes, wherever they are. I will find them. And I, and I, sometimes when it's, they're, they're hidden, I ask for help. Angels, archangels, sometimes some deities like Kuan Yin from the Eastern uh, tradition. Very, very, very powerful goddess. You could... Think of her, if you look from Christian tradition, as a mother of Mary. They have very, very, very similar attributes. And some people consider them to be equivalent. Like Kuan Yin is like Mother Mary, Mother of Jesus. Uh, and even Mother of Jesus herself, Mother Mary also, every now and then shows up to help me find whoever is on the other plane, wherever they are. And then there is a communication that happens where they communicate through me and I pass on the communication to whoever is trying to connect with them. And it's a very beautiful thing when that happens. Because, I mean, I feel the intensity of their love, 
of their a lot of time we think that we're still being judged by our parents who, who passed away they are beyond judging us once you go into that plane of existence it's wisdom eternal infinite wisdom that is at their disposal judgment does not exist at that point it's love unconditional patience compassion mercy grace these are the powerful things that are embodied by your ancestors once they cross over and that's precisely this kind of uh, of uh, of empowerment that they want uh, us their descendants to remember that it's right there within us and there is a mission a lot of time there is a particular reason why we exist that they can remind us of like lois was saying they have very particular values um, that are important that they're gonna remind you of so that you can remember who you are and then embody that grace that uh, um, those attributes that are so positive and then start changing your life through that information and every now and then they got to say things that are very specific very particular to you that i would never have known and they'll tell me and i will convey it and on the receiving end they're like oh my goodness that's precisely the kind of things my mother would say or my father would say mm -hmm. um and i'm like okay so that's good confirmation that we're talking to the right people um uh, and 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 once you receive that guidance once you receive that guidance a lot of beautiful things happen. It's also possible, last thing I'm gonna mention, a lot of our ancestors also are working with the angels, the archangels and God, you know, God's souls, whichever name you know you, you're familiar with. They're working directly with our creator, and they can actually come to you if you ask them to. It doesn't necessarily have to be through me. Maybe for that one introduction, I may be, you know, a mediator or a channel, but they will very likely ask you to call upon them because you too have the ability to connect with your ancestors. Sometimes with plant medicine, if you are too stuck in your head and in your trauma, you need a little bit of booster, the plant medicine will do that for you. Or by just becoming a little bit more open, having this recognition of your identity, having been reminded by them of truly who you are, then there is a connection here that's reestablished between you and your ancestry, and you can call upon them. And they are so eager to come in and help you. They don't want to do your work for you. It's not, it's not what this is about. You got to do your own work. It's the reason why we're here. But they will provide you all the guidance, all the love, all the support that you need to do your own work as a human being on this plane and find your own path and pretty much accomplish, you know, your own destiny. Yes, absolutely. It's a co-creation. We're never alone. Again, I want to come back to that. You are not alone. You are never alone. And if you've lost loved ones, Didier can help you work with them, communicate with them. I'll put his website, the Ghost Whisperer website in the show notes. Um, I want to also share, you know, with my microdosing that I work with clients um, with psilocybin. And then I also have Hape. It's a shamanic stuff tool that is not plant medicine. So if you're like, whoa, 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 I don't, I don't know anything about this plants medicine stuff, Lois, that's fine. No problem. Um, that's why my husband's gifts come into play. I'm working on my own um, ancestral regression 
classes inside of my subscription. And I'm also kicking off a 40-day challenge on Monday, February 20th. Um, Didier is going to be inside of that. We're going to have weekly meditations, weekly classes on connecting with your higher self, your inner self, because that's where it starts. I got to be honest. You know, you can connect to the ancestral plane. That's all fine and good, but connecting with yourself every day and creating the spaciousness for that is really a, a helps you develop that muscle much faster, if that makes sense. And I'll, I'll, I'll have you expand upon that also, Didier, just so you can put your stamp on that. And then if, if you are local to us in San Diego or you want to fly in in person, Didier and I do hands-on healing work we're working also with your um, ancestors, your guides. We have the ability to use the sacred plants or not. Um, that's entirely up to you to do some in-person deep work. Because again, you had help, Didier. I had help. This is not something. I think that I, if I can say this, I don't think you should do it alone. Because that can also be dangerous. Didier can probably speak to that. Um, maybe, maybe this would be a good time. Why shouldn't someone try to connect to the ancestral plane on their own? Yes. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. Yes. Safety, safety, always safety, always. So if you remember when I started, I talked about the many realms, many planes of existence, and there are lots of entities out there. Most of them are ben benevolent. You know, they are good, good entities working with God and source and everybody's is under God's rules. <laughs> there is no being that's not under God's rules, but they are here to teach us different things. So some of them will teach you things the really hard way, and you may not be ready to go through that kind of punishment. And that would be the reason why it's best to go through somebody who already has experience negotiating the communication channels, because some channels are safer or kinder or gentler than others. Not all channels are created equal. You don't necessarily know who you're going to be connecting to. So you need somebody who has experience with it. I have been trained for almost two years now on how to connect to the right frequencies that are the most gentle, gentle, uh, the most, the kinder, the kinder ones, the ones that are more compassionate. Call them angels, archangels, the good deities up there. They are the ones I work with and I really will recommend working with them. Some people work with others that are not so kind, so gentle. That's you, and you don't necessarily want to run into them. My advice is find somebody who actually knows how to work with the gentle, kind, safer, respectful ones. And then once you get you, you get a, a little bit more of your own understanding of how to do that, you may start doing your own thing. <clears throat> but starting from a very green state and trying to go there. You don't know where you're going to land and you could land in a very unpleasant place. Yeah. And same thing with your higher self. Why, why do they want to build that muscle of connecting yes. with their, and keep in mind, I'm going to say a bunch of things. Some people call it super conscious. It's the collective consciousness that we're all connected to with, with source and quantum field also known as intuition um, also known as higher self also known as psychic abilities and gifts that we all have lying dormant inside of us. And they were gifts from our ancestors. And now they're with the age of Aquarius starting this year, guys, these gifts are going to start coming up and you got to know how to handle them. Or you might lean heavily on your addictions. You might 
have dis-ease get worse before it gets better because there's there's bigger forces at work here with this shift into age of Aquarius. So DY is it so important for them to also connect with that that higher self. Yes. So so your your higher self really think about uh, another way to think about your higher self is the uh, the divine the most pristine divinely connected part of you. And everybody has that without exception. Everyone has a higher self. Your higher self is that part of you that is so close to the divine that they are like pretty much like like this. In, and everybody has that link to their higher self. And building that connection to your higher self helps you empower yourself to do for yourself what is best for yourself in alignment with the divine will and timing. That is so important. It takes the ego's um, influence back to where it's supposed to be. Otherwise, you, the, the ego is meant to, to keep us living and surviving in this plane of existence. And it's doing its work. It's good. It's it's the creation of, of God too. Ego is not a bad thing. Ego just needs to know what its place is. When you connect with your higher self, you really begin to understand the hierarchy of everything that you are, how they fit together, how they work together. So nothing is out of balance. And when you get that connection to your higher self, again, as we said, the intuition comes through. This You will realize that your psychic abilities, everybody has them in one form or another are going to come into online because you have this direct conduit from the divine coming straight down into this body, this human form. Uh, and you, there are ways to build that. There are ways to nurture that connection. And it's possibly the most precious thing within you is that connection. Awesome. To your higher self. Cool. And I think sometimes I just want to give a shout out. Sometimes this is, this is scary stuff to think about because maybe you grew up with a, a fairly, I'm just going to say it, dogmatic religion or belief system that said that, you know, it's not okay <laughs> to go within. And, um, you know, we we actually don't necessarily subscribe to any religion, do we, Didier? We, we just really believe, like I have behind me, I'm going to show you guys that's um, a painting of Jesus right there, you know, so we're, we're all about all of these amazing ascended masters and spiritual teachers who've walked before who, who really want us to go within to trust ourselves, because when you go within and you trust yourself, you can make better decisions, you can make healthier choices. And then when you can connect to the astral plane, again, with or without sacred plants or medicines, then you have realizations of, oh my gosh, these are my gifts and my abilities. I am not alone. My ancestors are here to support me. So I hope this was helpful. Um, we do got to wrap it up because I've got another call in five minutes. So if you guys uh, have questions, check out the show notes. I'll be putting all of our links in. Also, um, email me um, at lois at loiskofi.com. Um, if you are listening in on audio only, it's L O I S at L O I S K O F is in Frank F is in Frank I.com. If you're inside of our community watching now or on the replay comment below with questions. And if you saw value in today's message and if you're listening, 
I don't think it's by accident, right? Nothing happens by accident. There's a reason that you're curious about this conversation. There's a reason Black Panther and Wakanda has made a huge impact in the world. Maybe you don't even consciously understand why you're drawn to this conversation. That's a sign that you want to reach out to us and ask for help and hit the share button. If you know people who are struggling with health issues, financial issues, you know, healthy and wealthy and wise, the wisdom, just so you know what that means now. I didn't realize it when I started this podcast 250 plus episodes ago. The wisdom is about that innate wisdom inside of us that we all have. We've just been maybe, you know, distracted, led astray, traumatized to, you know, child trauma, adult life events that can so easily take us out of trusting ourselves and going within. So we really want to end with that understanding, know thyself, check into the ancestral plane, reach out to us, Didier, is there anything else that you want to share before we we close? And I just want to give a shout out to the Functional Life um, for tuning in. Thank you so much for being on the live today. No, Lois, you perfectly, beautifully summarized the whole thing. So, <laughs> And he's not just saying that because I'm his beloved, but you know, it's um, <laughs> all good. Last but not least, um, if you guys have any interest, we are hosting a, a ceremony on Saturday, February 25th. If you're catching this before then, um, it's going to be small. It's going to be intimate. We are encouraging you to bring pictures of your lost loved ones um, to connect with any of your ancestral um, artifacts or or stones or memorabilia, you'll be able to bring that. We'll, we're gonna be doing some deep grief healing around those past loved ones and give you the opportunity to, again, like T'Challa, like his sister, I'm forgetting her name right now, like Didier, like me, to tap into that and have that ability to really, really deeply connect in ways that, again, you can't really do it on your own. Um, no one succeeds alone in this, and we really want to be there for you guys. So until next time, um, hope to see you guys also consider joining um, my 40-day challenge that starts on Monday, February 20th. 40 days, guys, of deep dive work virtually, online, through Zoom, um, for the intensive purposes of helping you bust through those addictive behaviors, find that better body, that spirit body, mind body, physical body, emotional body is what that means um, so that you can live your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Sending you guys so much love. Bye-bye for now.